I believe inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they aspire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot, I've done a lot, and I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all, be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. What's up, what's up, what it do? This is Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vail's World. And I'm here today with a special guest, my brother from another, from the Collegiate, from a different HBCU, from HBCU board to HBCU volunteering staff <laughs> and whatever. No further ado. What up, Jonathan? What's up, man? How you doing? How you doing, man? All right, man. Introduce yourself, man. What's up, y'all? My name is Jonathan Jackson. Uh, I am a proud graduate of the Link University of Missouri, HBCU fam. Shout out. And, uh, you know, just are, here with my boy, my are, brother. Are you, are you a graduate? I am a graduate, man. Oh, you know, proud graduate. Okay. And I know you grad. I know you went to an HBCU. So, you know, you know you went to one, but you know I graduated. I graduated from. He's been rude. All right. So, so everyone know. You know, feel free to follow us on Vales World Podcast at Vales World Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good jazz. If you'd like to send an email to be a guest or would love me to be a guest on your show or you want to sponsor uh, feel free to shoot us an email at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com and Jonathan let them know where they can find you y'all can follow me on the gram and twitter at it's ITS uh, John but it's kind of spelled differently so uh, pay attention so it's J-E-A-U-X-N uh, for the John again that's J-E-A-U-X-N it's John. I'll put it in the description, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a little different. So, uh, yeah. Y'all can follow me there on the on the gram and on Twitter. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll put it in the description. He, you know, difficult. <laughs> All right, man. So, um, I ask everybody that come on to the show, uh, I'll start off with, how did we meet? And what was your first impression? Go. You got two minutes. Two minutes, man. Uh, wow. We originally met at a uh, alpha party in St. Louis. Just a quick introduction by uh, our brother uh, Terrence Brown. It was real quick. Like you know, how you doing? Nice to meet you. But uh, we actually got well acquainted with each other during the one like man weekend in St. Louis, where you got your uh, mentee of the year award. That weekend is what kind of like set the bar, and we just been rocking ever since. First impression. Uh, Man, uh, Vail, <laughs> Vail's a character. He's going to speak his mind. Uh, he's one of those people that you don't mind if they just talk and say what they're going to do because it's going to be funny and it's not going to offend you. I don't want to say arrogant. I don't think you're arrogant. I just think that you're, he's very confident within himself. I'm going to just say that. <laughs> I'm going to say that much. So uh, it was actually pretty, pretty dope. I Nothing ill will, honestly. Um, so. It was pretty kind of good to be around that type of energy, that type of uh, self confidence. Honestly, what's cool, man? You go, you go stop dropping stuff. Drop what? Oh man, you over there cracking? I didn't uh, drop nothing. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, 
now, all these years later, I think that was like 2013, 14. 14. Yeah, all these years later, man. What, are, what is your impression of me now? One of the hardest working people I know. Um, very motivating. His uh, work ethic is very motivating. I think that you are way more solid than a lot of people that I've come across in my life. And, um, you know, very, um, very admirable as well. So I, I, I pay attention from afar and I appreciate the, uh, the push. So now I view you just as a motivator and encourager for me personally, but also, uh, you know, my little, little bro, you know what I'm saying? I didn't tell him to say these things, by the way. <laughs> um, actually, my first time hearing a lot of these things, and I honestly would like to just say thank you for sharing. Um, I wish you could have told me these things sooner and not on the podcast so I can be prepared. <laughs> but we're here. We are here. We are here, man. Um, so, if any, you know, everyone that listens, you all know we do good read, but when I have a guest, we just like to see what they're reading. So, let us know what you got going on over there. What books? Man, I just wrapped up this uh, this really good read. It's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, man, it's it it's, it was a really good read. I I came in contact with it at church in our men's group. We've been studying it for the past eight weeks and reading it together. So uh, it was it's a pretty dope read. We were able to study it and break it down and actually apply it to our life. And he just really talks a lot about habits and how we can break them and develop new habits and are these habits you know feeding the parts of our lives that we put so much into is it helping us be successful is it helping us be a good husband a good neighbor a good son a good follower of christ whatever the case might be so uh it was definitely a really really good read i would definitely definitely recommend for anyone that's looking to kind of turn things around in their day-to-day how to do things and you know people that's out there trying to see better results for themselves Oh man, that's dope. So that's actually a book that's on my list. I might get on it tomorrow. Uh, might download it tomorrow just so I can begin that process. A lot of people are saying some great things. I actually seen a picture on Instagram and that was in someone's catalog. So I'm interested in seeing what that book uh, will do for me. And it seemed like it's doing some great things for you and the guys that you read in the group. Definitely. So that's always dope. Uh, let them know where they can find you at real fast, just in case they forgot. They can find me at on um, on the gram and Twitter at it's i t s John. That's J E A U X N. Again, that's it's John I T S J E A U X N. Yeah, that's a lot. And y'all already know y'all can find us on all social media platforms at Vales World Podcast. Feel free to shoot us an email at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com. If you have any books that you would like us to read or if you've reached out um, and took one of our book suggestions from any episode in the past, just let us know how you feel about those books uh, so we can spread the word. And with that, what's happening? <laughs> so what's popping on with you, John? Man, uh... I just moved to my new spot, man. Honestly, uh, I'm trying to do some groundbreaking work right now with myself, with some foundational work with my career, as well as just uh, self-growth, self-love, all that good stuff right now. Uh, My main priority is my health. So I'm back in the gym, eating right, things of that nature. I keep losing weight just to gain it back. So this time I'm trying to do better just losing it and keeping it off. So uh, that's really what I've been, you know, working towards mostly. 
Right, what are some things you're doing differently from the other thousand attempts in the past? Honestly, I can't even identify that yet. Oh, wow. They all, because I'm really kind of fresh into it. So I, I, I'd be lying if I was to give you an example right now, because right now they always start off the same. So about give me about another week into it, and I'll know for sure what the difference is. <laughs> Perfect, man. The beautiful part is, although I had a very harsh, dry, humored joke, uh, we're saying a thousand times. The best part is that you're able to start that thousand and one time, that thousand and two time, that thousand and three. Yeah. And that um, this guy never gives up. Uh, bullshit a lot, but he never gives up. Like he'll start something, probably get sidetracked for a, a, a quick second. But it's on, if it's on his heart, he's going to come back and continue to try to accomplish it. Uh, I remember I seen this guy, he looked about 300 pounds at one point. Then I, I seen him. Oh, wow. I was and, over 300. And, <laughs> and he's taller than me. So <laughs> so it looked like he's supposed to have been on uh, Lincoln's football team. Um, and he still does look like he's supposed to be on someone's football team, but he isn't as wide as he once was. And he looked like he can run a little faster. Uh, Just but, a little bit. But I still smoke him. Uh, so, that's, <laughs> so that's great to see that, brother. I appreciate um, that, man. What are the things you got going on over there, man? Man, uh... I'm really trying to grasp hold of this, you know, whole small business entrepreneurship life. It is not as um, easy as people may sometimes make it look. Uh, you always hear the time, it's not easy, it's not easy, and it's not easy until you get like in the trenches of what it means to really be a small business owner. Um, and it, it's tough to sometimes just to wake up and motivate yourself to even get something done when it comes to doing something for your small business. I, I think you forgot the six feet, six inches away from it. I'm too far yeah. away. Yeah, bring it, bring it up just a little bit. Teach folks how to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I definitely agree with you on that, man. That entrepreneurship is different. Um, I've been a hustler for a long time, but learning the proper and the right way to do things to make money legally um, and paying taxes for it, it's a headache. I'm blessed that I have the business partners that I have. Uh, for those that listen, they know I always give them grace, uh, Trey and Darius. And it, it made this process a lot easier. I have started other businesses legally, have LLCs and things of that nature. But the experience has been completely different uh, than it is now. And to see photography being the thing that's elevating is um, impressive. Like I never in a billion years would have thought that I will be a partner in a photography company that's successful and we just hired three people. But it's people that that was with me with the journey that understand and see the the nights and the events that I miss. I miss funerals, I miss graduations, I miss babies being born because of just grinding to a point where we can hire people to kind of open up some time. Um and I know you always, you know, hit me up and ask questions about entrepreneurship and bounce ideas um, off me. And I, I just want you to know that I will always be a resource uh, to a lot of things and a lot of ideas you have in your head. Appreciate that, bro. That's love. Hey, man, I'm a thug, bro. I know. Um, Only on your podcast, though. Real life. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, man. You, you got one more for us, man. Oh, that's, oh, that's it. Oh, man. Um, nah, man, that's right. Oh, I'm uh, actually tapping into, um, I, 
to know me is to know that I am a big person that cherish, I cherish my relationship with God holistically. Uh, to know me is to know that. Um, so I've actually tapped into uh, becoming a more of a uh, worship leader, man. I got took this gig at this multicultural church teaching the youth uh, praise team, and it's actually given me a lot of uh, opportunities. But I've been able to really get some uh, some uh, clarity on what I want to do ministry wise. So uh, I'm looking forward to tapping into the whole worship side of things. So aside of that, man, life is great. <laughs> I'm grateful. Oh man, that's uh, man. I can brag on this guy. Every time you say something, uh, just seeing them grow in so many different spaces and areas and see him grow deeper and closer to to God has been a beautiful thing. Um, I know if it was ever a group of individuals and he was around and someone had to lead a prayer, it, it would definitely be him. Uh, and if someone had to lead a choir and or uh, us in the, in the gospel, um, it would definitely be him. He knows all of the songs to the songs and <laughs> and he knows all of all of the words to the words and it's great to have brothers like him around um, to keep everyone grounded in, in in prayer and again bro you um you know i ain't finna keep honoring you um for those <laughs> give my flowers man it's, it's cool. <laughs> on the podcast that's a that's a that's a, a the biggest flower uh make sure <laughs> Make sure y'all y'all follow the podcast, Bell's World Podcast, everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that jazz. And I'm not going to give y'all the email right now, but I am going to tell y'all, stop what y'all doing, become a monetary sponsor, uh, support the podcast for a little as 99 cent a month. All that money is going to go towards some marketing. I believe we got something great going on. And just trying to take it to that next level, making sure that people know about the podcast. So we got to pay some bills. We got to create a bill to pay some bills. And that's the plan. And Jonathan, you know, because we talked about it earlier before we actually started. <laughs> well, I started to drive to get here. So I'm actually in his yeah. um, dining area because, you know, I'll be pulling up on folks. Uh, but today I was like, oh, man, since we're going to be together, we might as well make a podcast. And um, man. I really want to talk about our pal. So I, I know you since undergrad, um, but I'm quite sure you've been doing this work longer than that. And I've been doing similar work as well, just working with black men and trying to inspire and trying to motivate them to do great things. And now both of us, we sit um, as volunteering, <laughs> we volunteering staff with some fancy positions for um, the Mr. HBCU King's Leadership uh, Conference and Competition. And we've been doing this for, man, in so many different capacities, so many different hats for like, man, I know he's been doing it longer than me. <laughs> uh, man, I've been with this organization since 2009. Uh, took a break the 2011 and 12. And being back with it consistently every year, 2013 on. Man, he still is not six inches away from the microphone. Yeah. Nah, yeah. All right, there you go. Perfect. We can, we can tell now. <laughs> uh, so that's a while. So I got in through like the back door. Um, I attended my first conference in 2012, 13, 2013, after um, we went to the presidential inauguration. Ah, that was a fun time. And that's when I, I met Steve-O. 
and he was the the king. He was Mr. Lincoln at the time. And um, they told me about this. I never heard about it ever in life. They told me about it. So I pulled up and it was fun, man. We that's when my, my Lincoln life began, uh, being an honorary um, student from a distance. <laughs> and um, from there, I got involved in 2016, 17, 17, maybe 18. I think it was 18. When I hired you to come down and do the video photography that year. That probably was. It was 18. Because 19, I stepped down and let you in. He ain't, he ain't let me do nothing. And I asked, I asked you. I ain't going to say I let you. I asked if you would step in for me because I stepped away in 2019. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So we're going to say 2008. We said 18? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to say 2018 then. It makes sense. Um. In so many different capacities, started with the camera, uh, taking pictures, doing videos. That was the last year was at Lincoln. And then the following year, it was moved to St. Louis and the following year in St. Louis and then COVID. And now we're here. We went virtual this year. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. So be f- outside of <laughs> outside of Kings, uh, talk about some experiences that you had with leading um, black men in what capacity? Yeah, man. Um, honestly, I think it started. No, it started at church uh, right when I had left Lincoln the first time. And I, I got heavily involved with church, being a part of the youth staff and being able to work with the youth, but mostly the young men there. And just, you know, you know, I didn't know what I was doing at that time, but I just would talk to them. You know, they would call me, we'll hang out, we'll do stuff together. They'll ask questions about Christ. They'll ask questions about life, females, whatever the case might be. And I didn't realize what I was doing then. Then once I got back to Lincoln and I saw all these young men flocking to me, I said, what is this? And then that's the first time I heard the word mentor, mentee. I never really knew what it, what it stood for, what it meant, honestly, because I never, in my mind, I never had any. So um, I ended up throughout my matriculation at Lincoln, I ended up with probably 15 young men that I was just like, you know, attached to. And I created a, just a group of people, a group. I made a group out of them. That was my boys. So we would hang out together. We'll have calls. We'll uh, go out to eat every once in a while. A couple get together, celebrate everybody's birthday. But what I wanted to create was a brotherhood amongst those men, those young men to learn from each other, but also to grow with each other. And that way, wherever life takes them, they knew they always had one of their 15 bros they can reach out to. And honestly, I learned more about myself mentoring them. So honestly, it was like a really give, a really good give-take relationship. Um, so I appreciate those experiences. I got three left to graduate from college. <laughs> Everybody else didn't graduate. So I got three more left that's, that's uh, I'm waiting to graduate. And uh, I'll be about done with that group. That's big, man. Congratulations. Appreciate uh, that, man. I guess I can give you some flowers now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so you know, knowing that you are very uh, religious, and what calling do you think that you had to pursue this this journey of of teaching and guiding um, young men? Man, I, honestly, I don't even know how to answer that. I don't, because it was something that just was happening naturally. I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't um, even something I thought it was something I could be able. I was able to do. I didn't have a father growing up, so I lost my dad when I was like one and a half. So 
I, I didn't know a lot when it came to manhood. So to have all these different men from different backgrounds and cultures, whatever the case might be, come and flock to me and look for me for certain answers. I, honestly, it was intimidating. Uh, but now I embrace it because it's an opportunity to give them what I didn't have. But, you know, honestly, God honestly guides me through it and gives me the things to say, things to do and the wisdom to pass along most of the time. Because honestly, I think without him and his guidance and leadership in it, I probably wouldn't be able to do it. So um, honestly, that's what. But now I'm grateful for it because now I'm like I, I can apply that to ministry. Now I know how to apply it to ministry. So I know exactly if someone asks me what I want to do. I want to do this. And I want to make this what I do. Now, the the biggest takeaway that I just got from everything that you said, you know, humbly, it's easier for us to say, I don't know, and, and be confused and, you know, blame the absence of a father figure um, to how we were just confused and getting it. So th- a lot of times in the strive to find a father, father figure and our guidance and things of that nature, we accidentally put ourselves in positions of guiding and being becoming father figures for others, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is for sure. which is crazy because like no one taught me these things, but these are the things I expect from somebody if they were there. Exactly. And because I didn't, because I went without, I want to make sure that I do my part to assist and help others. Um, at least if they are going without, at least they don't feel like they're going without. Right. So how can I be that big brother, that father figure, uh, that cousin figure or whatever figure that they need um, as a male to influence them to get on their stuff and go into the, the positive direction uh, of righteousness? Because uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm from St. Louis. You're from KC. So a lot of things that you can do in Missouri uh, <laughs> to get guided in those two cities. Yeah, and, and, and I mean that's really what Missouri consists of. <laughs> Honestly, uh, but it's a lot of things that you can do to get guided the other way. So, what are some ways that you have seen um, a guy that may wanted to drop out of college or may wanted to not even attend college, may be involved in the street? How were you able to pull that, that individual in and kind of direct him? Um, the first thing I did was let them know and tried to, I tried to push them and motivate them as hard as I could. Like, hey, you got this. You know, constant, consistently trying to, you know, beat it in their head. Like, you know, you know, overcome that fear, overcome that doubt, that worry, that stress. Don't worry about what's going on at home. Focus on this. Finish. You got this. When I realized that that wasn't working, I then learned that I had to give them tough love and it was hard because I really for me I really love my boys so it's hard for me to show them tough love because I don't want to be too hard on them because you know life has taken them through some different type of woes you know what I'm saying so my tough love was stepping away becoming silent on the issues that they were dealing with or they thinking about dropping out of school I'd be like okay that's what you want to do so what you gonna do when you get done what you gonna do when you get out if you're not going to do this, what are you going to do? Okay. How is this going to work out for you? All right. If that's what you're going to do, I support it fully. I love you. Uh, but just know that, you know, I'm always going to love you. From a, I love you. I'm going to be here for you. But it's don't ask for too much. But no, I'm here. Not like cutting them off financially or nothing like that. But it's just like, you know, if you're away from me now to where you're not in college anymore, when I'm here, 
and you don't hear from me as often or we don't talk as often and you're expecting me to reach out and do all these different things. It's not that I don't want to, but, you know, you chose to leave. So I'm going to embrace you leaving by being like, OK, I'm going to love you from here. If you need something, okay, but I'm not about to sit here. Oh, no, stay. Do this X, Y, Z. You have to want it more than I do. I can't want something more for yourself than you want for yourself. So I had to sh- I learned I understood how to shut up, embrace that tough love, and go through whatever emotions I had to deal with with that tough love. And honestly, I prayed for them. I really, really prayed for them, honestly, on the daily. And uh, I'm glad to say it's funny because I had multiple boys that was ready to drop out and give up. I've had boys that has dropped out, got kicked out more than once, had the right to pill letters, all type of stuff. And they still stayed, graduated or on their way to graduation. Um, And I'm not taking I'm not taking, you know, um, I'm not taking credit for that. I'm just simply saying that I'm just grateful that they pushed themselves hard enough to where they can finish and accomplish what they wanted to accomplish. That's still aggressive, man. You gonna put a hole in the table. Um, <laughs> but nah, man, again, similar to that being in spaces, um, where you have to be the advocate for those that feel like they don't have a voice mm-hmm. and or don't value their voice just yet has always been exciting. Um, so I know I started back in 2006, honestly. Uh, Team McCure, that's when we really uh, became something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it started with individuals at in my high school. And at this time, people were still kind of like dropping out, but it was slowing down. It wasn't like the popular thing to do. Uh, it wasn't to drop out. So I really wanted to figure out how can I inspire you know, my group of individuals to just graduate high school and that energy transferred to college. And then when I, I went to college a year, dropped out for a year and a half, came back in 2012, tried some things out, found out some things I liked and then like, and then I was able to motivate um, guys to actually try this college thing out, which was beautiful. Uh, it was people that never thought about going to college, but I'm like, Hey, her stove's it's affordable. Uh, if you do bump your head, hey, the debt won't be that much. Astronomical, um, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, <laughs> and, sc- and school isn't for everybody. So at least, you know, was able to get them to try. And some of, know, some of us graduated. Uh, some people transferred and went other places. Some people just said, hey, school not for me. and went to get a job. But I think that the attempt itself was a yeah. lot. You know, people that's exposed to college, like I don't care if it's HBCU, PWI. It allows you to mix with so many different individuals from so many different places in life. Like in high school, you mainly going to school with people that grew up in the city, went to the same elementary school, went to the same middle school in some capacity, and you all just there. When you go to college, you got people from Chicago, people from California, people from Florida, New York, the DMV area. Like Houston, you know, Texas overall. Like it's just so many different places and learning how, okay, I learned how to adapt with my peers. Um, that went to my high school. Now I'm in this space. And everybody completely different, yeah. Everybody I had culture shock going to Lincoln my first year. Man, and I and I bet you wasn't the only one. So being a voice and an advocate and um allowing people to come to you and you know, have those meetings, have those phone calls to talk about the things that they were going through. Uh, is a huge relief because, you know, going to a PWI, 
you don't see a lot of black men and um in those roles and positions that you can talk to yeah. um in the education period a lot of job you know working fields is more women uh than guys is you know 60 to 40 as it pertains to students um woman and man and with that it, i honestly can say it's probably the same when it comes to staff and administrators so it's like who do they really have to talk to right um so being that person that was there is always important because representation is 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 pivotal in a lot of people's lives um, so my question how would you actually coach the next generation to be the coaches for the next generation? Honestly, um, I've, I grew up with, uh, it's funny part. I grew up with women. I was raised by women, right? One of the biggest lessons I've learned, uh, with those extraordinary women that's in my life was learn how to that you know you know being a kid where they told you uh, kids are supposed to be seen and not heard mm-hmm. I, t- I carry that lesson with me now even as an adult i was able to grab so much wisdom just you know with the women i was raised by but also just being in certain rooms and just being quiet and opening my ears um i, I challenge my boys even now to this day to pass wisdom down because what you might be going through or what you've gone through might be the exact lesson someone needs to hear that's coming up behind you. Never be stingy with wisdom. Never be stingy with life experiences. You know, I tell, I tell my boys, I say every struggle I get, I embrace it because that struggle and that and struggle is going to come with a story. It's going to come with a, a, a outcome, but also Ultimately, it's going to turn where well, some people see failure is going to turn into something that pushed you towards your ultimate goal and your purpose in life. So, you know, embrace those things and stop being afraid to have conversation, especially with other men. I think as men, we struggle with having conversations like this. And I can understand why. Definitely can understand why. But we just have to learn how to stop talking about the, the social norm things and actually sometimes get down to the nitty gritty and have certain conversations because uh, my boys were hurting. They were hurting. And if it wasn't me taking time to really dive in deep and be willing to be vulnerable with them first so they can be vulnerable with me so I can help them. I honestly don't know where a lot. I don't know where I would be. You know what I'm saying? Because that vulnerability will help me as well. So, you know, I would say, so my top thing is, you know, share the wisdom, be vulnerable, and uh, don't be stingy with the, the struggles that you've gone through. You know, share those stories. Oh, man, that's, that's dope, man. Thank you for sharing. Let them know where they can find you at real fast. We're finna get up out of here. Hey, man, y'all can follow me on the gram and on Twitter at It's John. That's I-T-S-J-E-A-U-X-N. I always think you're gonna say something else. Nah, <laughs> nah, that's it. That's all. That's all. It's, it's John, man. It's John. Oh, man. And when I come up with something simpler, I'll let you know, man. Please. And <laughs> you all know where y'all can find me at on Vale's World Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll have a LinkedIn soon. Maybe, maybe not. Um, if you all would like me to be a guest or to become a guest, you want a sponsor, or you just want to give some good words um, about the direction of podcast going, feel free to shoot us an email at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com. And thank you all for enjoying the show. 
John, thank you for being here. You know, you always welcome the Vales world. Appreciate you, man. It's a very all over place. Uh, but we're going to get it done. <laughs> we're going to get it done, man. For sure, man. Peace and love, everybody. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Join me in my journey to success by following on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Vales World Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like to address, or you just want to sponsor or feature on an upcoming episode, email me at Podcast at ldmonger.com. Vales World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, leave a review or a voice message, and more importantly, support. For as little as 99 cents a month, we can take this thing a long way. Love. It's the team.